Go Community Radio. Hey, hey, I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, hey, I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it. Hey, hey, I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, hey, I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day. What a lovely day. You know, that's what I wake up singing every morning. Literally, what a lovely day, and it's mine. The most loveliest day of my life. Literally, every single day, before I do anything, that's the song. That's, that's what I'm singing. That's what I'm, like, saying about my day. Uh <laughs> You look so pretty. <laughs> but uh, so so I wanted to bring it in with that because um, this weekend I had a really, really interesting experience that uh, brought new meaning to um, that that little practice, uh, something that I just kind of, it's a habit that I caused, that I, that I created. Um, but um, before, before I get into that, so by the way, I'm Greg, um, and my man Hunter went somewhere, but no worries. He'll be back. Um, anyways, back to, back to this, this weekend, you know, that it really, uh, um, really was an, in, an interesting experience that, uh, was absolutely terrifying at the same time. Um, and, uh, I want to, uh, I want to share that with you. So, um, when, uh, when I, when I was first invited to, uh, okay. Well, my phone's over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Anyways, um, so there's this camping trip, right? Um, I was I was invited to go to this camping trip, and uh, at first I wasn't going to go um, for a whole slew of um, emotional reasons, um, very very uh, egocentric reasons, um, and uh, finally decided I'm. You know what? I'm going to go. So I decided to, to, you know, take off and, and go. And um, uh, while I was out there, you know, with, with friends that, uh, you know, just people that, that, that love me, uh, people that I love, that kind of thing, um, and mostly the, the atmosphere of the water um, and the, the, the waves. The wind was freaking crazy this weekend. Um, but uh, the, the water crashing uh, and hearing that all the time while I was out, while I was out there, um, but the, the really, the, the experiential part really happened after everybody went to sleep. Um, you know, had good conversations, had a lot of fun, uh, played football and Frisbee golf. It was awesome. Um, but after everybody went to sleep, you know, I, I did what I, what I came out there to do. Um, and, uh, Hey, Hunter's back. Um, but I, I went out there to do some, do some soul search and do some releasing, do some you know, experiencing of me, and boy, did I. So um, as everybody went, went to sleep, um, I decided I was going to, you know, do some, do some yoga. Um, I, had, uh, I had gotten really in, into a, uh, um, a yoga routine that I had been doing, and um, I decided to go into this yoga routine and um, just let my body do whatever it wanted to do. So I started moving and, you know, uh, holding in positions that I wasn't really, I didn't really know I was going to do or, 
uh, know what I was doing. I just went with what my body was was wanting to do. And as I was doing this, just kind of closing my eyes and letting my letting my 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 imagination soar, um, not really paying attention to what my body was doing. Um, and I look up and I've been doing that for like forty five minutes an hour, sweaty and that kind of thing. Um, then I went into just meditation uh, to. Uh, Hey, there you are, Hunter. What's up? <laughs> by the way, Hunter, how are you? By the way, today I haven't haven't heard your voice yet. I am free. <laughs> all all the different voices of Hunter right there, all mixed in one, folks. <laughs> so so um, you know, I, I guess I guess a, a part a part of the uh, this this story that is probably important is is the the um the existence of the psilocybin that that's a pretty important part of this story so that's when this starts getting really interesting um but um as i went into a meditation and uh started to literally feel like i was splitting from me um like i was uh like a different person different living a whole different life but it was my memories um, it was, it was such a, such a surreal experience. Um, so surreal that I, I decided to screw the meditation. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to go to bed. So as I try to lay there and go to bed, this, this, this is still happening. This kind of like separation, but it's still my memories that are literally changing as I'm, as I'm remembering them. Um, and changing to, you know, horrible, like a horrible, uh, memory, a horrible thing. Um, so, so, you know, like changing to me, like memories of me doing certain things and those memories changing to me smoking meth or, or doing something to, to smoke meth or something. It was just, just so intense. And I'm, and I'm sitting here like thinking, okay, is this, is this real or is what's, what is going on? Why, why am I, why, why is this what's coming up? So I ended up calling a friend and uh, um, at like two in the morning. So I ended up calling this friend and just just to ground myself, ask some really really strange questions, um, and really didn't make very much sense. But I, all I needed really was was another person's voice, you know, to to ground myself in this experience that I was having because it felt like everything in me was 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 dying. Um, and this this scenario of of this like this like kind of like memories changing into no this was it was actually meth it was actually meth it was actually meth then it was wait right now is a figment of your imagination while you're laying in a hospital bed dying and i literally heard the like the echocardiogram boop 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 and heard it getting slower and slower and literally like i felt myself like i felt i felt like i was dying i felt like i i, I was about to die um, and, and I, I remember thinking, wait, I, I don't, I don't want to die. And it was just very simple like that. It wasn't like a, oh my God, oh my God. It was more like, but I don't, I don't want to die. You know, like I, I don't want that. Um, and then I started questioning, but why, why don't I want that? Because I started playing with this, this, this alternate reality after having this grounding of, you know, talking to a friend, but I started playing with this alternate, alternate reality of, of, you know, like, I'm a figment of my imagination as I'm laying in this hospital bed, actually dying. And me on this camping trip is just me imagining this right now, you know, um, really sifting through why I don't want to die. 
And, you know, like even, even after that, I've, I've still been thinking about it and still been kind of sifting through it. And that, that reason above everything that comes to mind initially, the foundation of it is love. Like, I don't want to die because I want to love. I, I want to, I want to continue experiencing this, this love that I've, I've experienced, you know, that's worth it. That's worth living continuously because of the, the, the love that's, that's here on, in this plane of existence. And so, um, you know, as, as I, as I like hear this echocardiogram beep, 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 literally it was like beep, 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 like super like dramatic and slow motion, very cinematic kind of thing. Um, and I, I died like the, the illusion of, the the illusion of the illusion that I was actually in an imaginative aspect at, at this camping trip, um, like that that Greg that was in the hospital died died, um, and after after I you know I, I went I went actually finally finally went to sleep after this this happened I went to sleep, um, and I went to sleep very very like softly it just went I just slipped into sleep and I was like whoa this is crazy, but I woke up and I woke up thinking what the fuck. You know, so I started digging into this and, and again, still processing what was going on. So I started writing, started writing, started writing, started writing, um, started writing all this down and, and, and then reading it, reading it again and then writing more after I read that and then reading, reading back that back on that and, you know, going back and forth and, um, you know, started starting to see that that like so so the way that i see like uh methamphetamines is like there is no good in it like if there could be a satan i would say that is it you know um i've never seen anything positive of 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 the substance or anything about it you know so for me it's it's very deep to me and also uh i i have i have realized that the connection to smoking meth was the the connection to my addiction to needing reciprocal love to to sharing this love and and desperately needing um those that I share it with to reciprocate it or accept it or understand it so like um much much like you know methamphetamines how it it can change you and and <clears throat> it will uh, inevitably, and you end up doing things that you would have never, ever done. You know, same thing with that. Like, I saw the connection to that, and I saw all of these memories as they really are. And all of these times in my life, and feeling this hurt, and feeling this pain, and feeling this, ah, uh, and doing these these things, and acting in these ways that were for someone else to see me in a different way so they could reciprocate my love, so that they could they could they could love me for the way that I love them. Um, because I, I was, I was like, like addicted to it. I need, I needed that person, whoever it was, like even a, a like a little, like, like, um, a, a, a acquaintance, you know, like meeting on the street kind of thing. Um, how, that's how deeply it, it, it was. And I felt like that right there was that, that version of me laying on this hospital bed dying and did, you know, like I did, I died that that addiction died to needing reciprocal love because that's tied in, in the into the root of 
what people think of me, of like what what the the general consensus of what Greg is and and how people view me. That's at the core of it. Because at the core of it, all, all I want, all I wanted for many of any of the changes that I was making to for anybody or anybody or anything was I wanted to feel that I was loved. So then this weekend really just like like shattered. I mean, it died, you know, it, it, it died. And, and, you know, I'm still like, I'm still processing it and still like, I'm having these like, these crazy, you know, uh, like intense emotional sensations of, of, of that, that like that death. Cause it's like, wait, that's an operating system that I've been used to for a long time. What the, how do, what do I do now? How do I operate now? What's, what's the, what's the basis that I run back to now? What the fuck, you know, that's kind of thing. And, and then there's this whole like new self emerging as well that, that knows exactly what the fuck to do flows. Greg, I gotta ask, what is the beauty of doing things for others? As one of the most important things that you got out of that trip was this sense that you were loving for the sake of wanting to receive love. And feeling like that'd be like such a need. It was like an addiction. Yeah. And that was the analogy to meth. But I want to know where you find beauty in how we are in relation to others. I feel, I feel like, go ahead. You were going to say something. No, that was okay. that, that was always- <clears throat> so for me, the, the, the beauty that I find in, in the relation with others um, is, is the, the oneness that we all come from the same place. We're all come from the same the cloth, the same cloth, however seeing life through different perspectives. That's where I find the the beauty is constantly seeing like being able to um understand a different perspective or or share a perspective, um share like an energy. Um I mean, I know I know that there's been times you and I've been on the phone that we haven't spoken we haven't said a word but we understand exactly what we're talking about we we're, what we're what we're feeling at the same time you know um so that right there again that that connectivity to the oneness that we all are that's the beauty that I find in loving like that and and loving unconditionally and being open with another however the disconnection of that with with like being addicted to the coming back of the love, it was it was it creates almost like a like a um, like a like a uh, a vacuum that that is is unsatisfiable because I'm I'm trying to create these versions of me in every form, way, shape, and and structure to catch the the love that i think is being thrown out when really it, it when i when i when i see who i am and i and i i i fall back in into that that flow of same thing i was talking about when we can be on the phone and not say a word and still know exactly what we what we what we mean when i fall back into that i i see the open f- channel of of love that's that's being given and received um, it's, it's something that, that can't be turned off from me or another person. It's something that actually is always flowing. It's just whether the individuals involved are, are, are conscious of it or not. 
or choose to be conscious of it or not. And that's, that's, that's the simple fact. It's not a good or bad thing. It's not you're a good person or a bad person or you're on this level or not. It's simply like, are you aware or are you not? And this whole weekend has, has helped me become aware of where, what, where do I want to be? Yeah, and do I want to be in a state of, of constant trying to match everybody else's energies, everybody else's like points of perspective? Or do I want to be like solidly and, and restfully in, in my own perspective and allow it, allowing it to ever change as I change? Does that make sense? In more than just where you want to be or the state in terms of who you want to be, that's a question that we talked about was, are you becoming your best self or somebody else? Exactly. And I want to know how that question hits you. I feel that, that question, when you first asked it to me, it hit me hard <clears throat> because, I mean, it's, it's like, where's the line? Um, your best self or someone else? Because I, I, feel, I feel like, I mean... Two weeks ago, I was someone else. Um, tomorrow, I'll be someone else. Um, you know, uh, like you'll still call me Greg, and I'll still call myself Greg, but I'm 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 a different version of, of Greg. Um, so essentially, I'm someone else. Um, I I actually want to like get in whenever anybody asks a question like that, it can be easy to be like, "Well, it's deep as hell, man." <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's like. What is the, the question behind the question? Like, what is the importance of having to differentiate those concepts or having those concepts in the first place? Like, is the goal to become our best self? Is the like when we play characters, when I go like, <laughs> like, is that is that a bad thing? Wait, what was that? Just, <laughs> like when we play a different character and uh... we just like even in a moment for a joke, when we do a different voice, are we being somebody else? Like, what is the importance of even asking that question in the first place? Because I feel like that's a struggle a lot of people have is like, who am I supposed to be? You know, am I supposed to continue to grow? What does that mean? If I grow, am I like trying to be somebody else? So I think it's very important. Like we think about what does that even mean to you in your own life? I feel, I feel like being someone else and being my best self are the same thing. Um, because of the fact that I'm ever evolving, the fact that um, it's impossible for my body to stay the exact same. Um, it's impossible for my mind um, to stay the, the exact same. Um, so, so I feel like the, the, the importance of, of... Actually, I don't really feel like there is an importance of differentiating... Um, between best self and, and someone else, because I, when I, when I look at, like, when I look at you, you know, there's, there's so many, so many things that I've, I've taken from you, um, things that are just, just mannerisms that are, that are innately a part of Hunter that I've, I've learned from, and I've, I've taken and I've assimilated them as part of me, you know, so, so, you know, that, that's being essentially taken from someone else or, or trying to be someone else. But however, I'm, I'm seeing some, something of value a mirror image of, of me, something that I know I can, I, I can be like, Oh, I like how that works for him. 
or I like how that feels as I, as I see you talk about it or whatever like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to use that or, or a change of perspective or that kind of thing. I mean, hell, you and I do that back and forth all the time, you know, like perspective changes and, and that kind of thing. And then you have the daily practices of being your best self, you know, it, it's, goes one and one in the same it's it's hand in hand um because those daily practices help me assimilate those things that i got from you those things that, that i picked up from you know other other uh impactful leaders in my life um you know it, it helps me you know understand who i am um and how to even be my best self what even what my best self even looks like for me you know because if if you don't even know what your best self looks like then what are you shooting for so I feel like it's a it's a it's a beautiful harmony between the two, you know. One of the questions that prompted that question in the first place about the difference was this thing called like strength based coaching, where instead mm. of constantly feeling like you've got the set of things you are naturally good at or seem to just like flow really well in, and things that you feel are difficult or you have to work on your weaknesses in a sense, and instead of like like improving your weaknesses, acknowledge them, but build up the strengths. Yeah. Because it was getting at this concept that like you are a makeup of what you naturally connect with. And that's what I was thinking about is like, have I been avoiding looking at all the things I'm naturally good at because I took those for granted because we just assume like, oh, I'm already good at that. Let me work on these other things and get all my stats equal. Right. Or, or let me like work on these things too. But it's an interesting thought to think about, like, what if you, at least for a little bit, just let go of all those things that you felt you needed to improve that you weren't good at and looked at all the things that you already really do well and right. just build those up? What would that feel like? You know, it's, it's a whole different perspective. It's a whole different, um, it's a whole different feeling when you're, when you're um, focusing on those things that you're doing good. Well, like for me, I mean, that, that's, that has been a complete and total like night and day change from, um, it's kind of, it's kind of similar to like the, like, Hey, I'm confessing my sin or I'm confessing my greatness, you know, same thing. You know, it's like for me when I, when I am, am saying, Hey, you know, I am, I am good at this and I'm, I am good at this and, and you know, being excited about that and being, being proud of the fact that I am good at these things. Um, I feel like it helps me with the things that I am, I am not so strong in, um, like the power up, if, if you will, in, in that, that aspect of the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm naturally good at or things that I naturally love or whatever. Um, acknowledging that for myself, not, not, just having another person acknowledge it, but acknowledging, acknowledging it in myself, it helps me. Um, it helps me work on those things even even uh, more efficiently, with less frustration and less like guilt and shame and that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess the question that like really prompted me is like, should we even be working on those things that we're not good at? It was well, like a trippy concept to think about. Well, I mean, I I feel I feel like you you there has to be some kind of purposeful evolution 
you know, um, and, and maybe, maybe calling it work is, is really not, not efficient, not, not the greatest. Um, because if you're working, I just want to like sidebar first, like I can tell we're getting deep cause we've got this like frequency of monotone and we're like, uh, yeah, so you know, right? <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, like a cloudy day is upon us <laughs> at the same time. I can, uh... as I can see the sun. Yeah, like it, we're, we're, this, we just kind of just said we're gonna go okay, deep. We're, like, yeah, we're well, I mean, <laughs> it happens, okay? So, all of you that are listening, if 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 you if you if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Um, you can choose to like it or not. So, yeah, <laughs> and I'm just kind of in a monotone voice kind of mood right now. So, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling it. Yeah, oh, man, you derailed my train of thought. Well, huh. <laughs> Well, let me give you back the ticket, and you were basically talking about. Oh, oh yeah, I was talking about work. It. Yes, I was talking about work. There you go. There, there we go. <laughs> I see. I love that. <laughs> anyway, so you know, any anytime you, you label anything work, it, it, you know, you're 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 struggling with it, you're you're toiling with it, that kind of thing. You know, don't don't work at it, flow with it. So um, I don't know, maybe maybe like calling it purposeful evolution like i said or, or like purposeful upgrading um that kind of thing i don't know i don't know how because that even doesn't even sound right doesn't feel right um because when i when i track it back in my life and and things that i i've known that i'm i'm not that strong at and things that i can now say hey i'm pretty strong at that that i wasn't strong at it it's it was it was a diligence in that, but it was also like allowing me to to do it naturally, um, to um, create my own flow with it. Um, I, every single time that I've ever like had like um, something that I need to change, I go through a period of really really beating myself up about it, and and that kind of thing, and and. So that in itself, me working on it creates more stress about it. And then it creates kind of like a circle, like a hamster wheel of that. Oh, I got to get better at this. I got to get better at this. got to be better at this. And then I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, fuck it. So I feel like purposely acknowledging not only your, your strengths and being proud of those, but purposely acknowledging your weakness and being proud of those. Like, I think that's where, where the big difference for me is, is I'm proud of my strengths and my weaknesses. And that's what allows me to, I literally watch my weaknesses rise up. All right, we'll be back after the break. <laughs> rise up. Why 
why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who was honest and upfront. No hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work. Christian Faith Publishing will publish, market, and sell your books in all major bookstores, online booksellers, as well as specialty Christian bookstores. Call for your free author submission kit. 800-978-4812 That's 800-978-4812 Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. Joko Community Radio. Listen live at tunein.com. Joko Community Radio is proud to be the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and is live 365 on the TuneIn Radio Network. To listen or watch, simply go to TuneInJoko.com choose, to choose where and how. The Joko Community Radio app is now available for free on the Android and Apple devices. Simply search your store. Check out our lineup and more on the JokoCommunityRadio.com. This episode and more brought to you by Patriot Claims, making your insurance work for you. Reach out to your Texas sales rep, Nona Reed, at 844-839-4245. Again, that is 844-839-4245. Welcome back to the next segment of The Hybrid Life. Is that too? Is you know, too- I just realized, Greg. What's that? The, like, your, your face, I could see it now. Like, oh, yeah. I remember you used to be very zoomed out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's like a behind the scenes, behind the scenes shot. Absolutely, it's a behind the scenes <laughs> of, the <radio. laughs> yeah, of the radio show. Now I could like really see your face. I know. I, I uh, we were we were messing with, or Tiffany was messing with the camera before we uh, we went live. So I was like, hey, could we could we zoom it in a little bit? That'd be cool. Is that is uh, that Eminem in the back of that computer? I, <laughs> no, no. Actually, actually. Um, Man, I wish you wouldn't have asked me that because um, I, 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 I can't remember her name. She's actually a beautiful lady. Um, 
I think. Wait. No, no, no. Anyways, uh, she's actually a beautiful lady. She's the founder of the radio station. Um, so she she founded this radio station on absolute unconditional love for not only her, everybody in her family but the community. Like she she was she she truly believed that community is the answer, that love is the answer. So she started this this radio station for that. That's why it's Joko Community Radio. So, uh, but she, she passed, uh, from, uh, from cancer. So she's, she's, she's right there. And every, every show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like she's here. That energy is here. Why do you, th- why do you think that we found this, this radio show, you know, this radio network, this, this station love is the answer. It's beautiful. Freaking beautiful. Because <laughs> we chill bumps. We don't have a problem. <laughs> For real. Like I literally, I just got chills, dude. That's. That is wow! It's all, it's all a circle. It's cohesive. It's a circle. Um, anyways, <laughs> so wow! That to, to completely derail my train of thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love just stealing your rail line. You, yeah, you do, but You'll you know, never it's, it's okay. Make it home. I, <laughs> where is buses and planes? Where is home? I'm, I'm home everywhere I'm at. What are you talking about? Ooh. Mm, mm, yeah, take that one. Would you go and come back with that one? <laughs> Uh, but you know, man, Welcome back to mind games, right? <laughs> that right there, mind games. So, so when I, when I get into like the way that I feel and like my, especially my experience this, this, this weekend, like that, the mind games that we, like we purposely play with ourselves, um, not even knowing that we're purposely playing with ourselves. Um, and that, that experience of, of literally like living, like having these two lives like all of these memories that are just transforming in front of me you know like are inside of me you know like and and then having having like such a such an experience that I was like okay I, I, mean, I need to I need to I need to call call a lifeline you know like having having that that impactful of experience really really changed a lot for me just in that sense not even with the <clears throat> with the depth of of why I experienced what I experienced and how like I was saying in the previous half of the show so if you missed it please go back and see that um but um it was it was that understanding that that is exactly how powerful our mind is that literally we are creating our consciousness 100% of the time our identity our our reality our memories are that malleable that you know i like it it literally like i, I was watching them change you know it change like i see a memory of of like even a recent memory and see the memory itself change you know, so it just it just really just really like proved to me so profoundly that everything about our our reality is is malleable. You know, you're 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 not just just born you know this way. You literally can create any reality that you want. You know, you you literally can feel any reality that you want. And and, and before before anybody uh, uh you know comments, which go ahead. Uh, I'm not talking about in, in, in sexuality. Um, honestly, I feel like there really is no like sexuality. It's simply energy. However, that's another show. But um, you know, like you can feel and remember and 
see even your right now in any way that you want. Anyway. And like the crazy part about it is you're called crazy if you see it in a different way than the standard way of seeing it. You're called crazy. You're 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 you don't have touch you don't have a touch of reality, you know, you have touch with reality. But here's the thing is like what is reality? You know? Is it reality just because a whole bunch of people think the same way and feel the same way and do the same things that none of us like to do, that none of us feel good about? Is that, is that what reality is, or is that simply a fabrication of each individual doing something that they're not even aware of, you know? So it, it, really, it really gave me a, a profound kind of, like, understanding of, wow, I absolutely don't have to be fearful or shameful or, you know, um, beat myself up. I don't have to do any of those things. I don't, ha- I don't even have to live. All of these things, all, all, all of the parts of my life is a want because at the root, I want to live. And I want to live because I love to love. Love is worth living for. So like at at that at that like baseline, I was like, okay, cool. Like there is no limit. Sweet, let's do this. All right. <laughs> You're like really really deep in thought right now. <laughs> no, when you say that because like we are perceptive beings mm. and that we essentially perceive anything that happens and that is in a sense like our reality because that's the only way that we can interpret it right and you say we can see anything because of that because we are bi-directionally connected to that how do you how do you use that like how do you go about like knowing that like what do you what do you do with that? so for me personally it's 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 kind of like a a like a dual reality almost because like i'm i'm experiencing life as as right now as as greg mcbrayer but i'm also seeing i'm also like watching greg mcbrayer you know it's it's all it's almost this dual reality because because i i i know this because i i practice this um so so therefore like like for instance with with um what's going on currently in my life you know a separation with my wife and and you know i mean i'm not really sure if divorce is happening but it's a pretty good sign um, it's been really, really, really rough with me, uh, emotionally now understanding this and especially with, with this, this experience that, that I've just had uh, with in this, the lake, um, understanding this allows me to, again, see it as the seer that's seeing life through my eyes, the, the, the feeler of all the feelers, you know, and, and then also see myself as the central nervous system as Greg McBrayer. As the this 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 human being that is really broken, that has has you know really uh, come to a to a like a um, a low point, you know, um, and and experience it rather than allow it to become a reality for me. Does that make sense? Like allow it to become my, my or not reality, but uh, identity for me. So I I know my identity is 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 more than what you see this Greg McBrayer I know that and again that was profoundly proven again to me in an even bigger way than last time it was proven to me 
that I am I am not this body. I'm 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 not I'm not this this mind that I am love. That's what I started life as. That's what you started life as. We started life as a clean slate of, of, of love, and it's all the other stuff that we've learned. So therefore, just like my memories changed before my eyes, I can change the attachments and feelings that I have with anything and love through it. So rather than attaching hate with it or malice or, or anger or guilt or shame, I can choose to attach a love to love to love to love to love to love to love. So that way, all I'm practicing is love. That way, I'm not being, I'm not identifying myself as a depressed person. I'm not identifying myself as a person that that is, you know, emotionally damaged because I'm not. I've I've felt experiences, I I've felt hurt, but hurt isn't me. That's not what I came out as. That's that's not what I started this this life as. So that must that can't be me. So like that is that's the profound I guess understanding of of how I use that every day. Saying that born amongst a blank slate, where there was simply love when you came out, and all these experiences were attached with feelings or internalizations of what those were supposed to mean, or those feelings of those have to be painful, or those have to be hurt, or that's how the world works. You're saying because of the awareness that you can go and change your association and your perception and how you think about those memories, and the understanding that those memories in itself don't make up your identity, they're just parts of your experiences that allows you to just change the way they control you the way they impact your life exactly and, and it and it, it basically transmuting that the energy of of hurt and of pain and of sorrow transmuting that energy into into love and and being able to like because because for me it's really important um to 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 for me to pre- continue practicing that because that's how i'm able to see everybody and and like truthfully love them Honestly, because I, I, I see past what they might have done, like, in my direction. Now, I'm not even going to say done to me, because in my direction, what the energy they might have put in my direction, like, yes, I, I feel hurt. Yes, it, like, it hurts deeply. Like, like I said, with my wife and I, um, I mean, I've been a sobbing wreck at times. Um, not even capable of putting a sentence together because I've been crying so so hard. You know, I've I've written pages and pages and pages of of, you know, like the way that my pain feels. So it's it's not that I I don't feel pain. It's just that I'm not associating that with my identity. So therefore, because I'm not associating that with my identity, then the quote unquote cause of the pain, i.e., my wife, I'm not I'm not looking at her through eyes of pain. Because I'm understanding that this pain is my pain that I'm feeling. That there, there's, there is actually no way that she can jump inside of me and cause, cause havoc inside of me. This is, this is the way that I'm feeling. And then, that, then I, can, I can take all of the, you know, the other stuff that, that is, is attached to it that is from other past experiences and that kind of thing. And I can let that, those st- stuff go. And I can see my wife with eyes of love and understand that it's not a matter of she's right I'm wrong or I'm right and she's wrong. It's a matter of different perspectives. That's it. 
just like any 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 like conflict it's not right and wrong it's different perspective it's it's two people that being on different seasons of life or different different planes of of view that is the simple fact so therefore it's it makes it more simple to be able to see through eyes of love and understand through 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 the mind of love rather than having the chip on my shoulder because she did something to me. Does that what make sense? This, uh, what does a practice look like to you of changing your association or understanding of these memories or even, I guess, the memory itself? So the practice for me is, is a lot of inter- internal practicing. Um, <clears throat> but I, I literally, I sit with the emotion. Um, just like I was telling you earlier on the phone, um, the other day when I was on the couch and I was just sitting and my friends were behind me and they're, you know, making dinner and that kind of thing. And I was sitting on the couch and just started just crying, just big giant tears. It wasn't loud. It was just kind of silently crying. Um, the practice of, of, is that is allowing the feeling is allowing that, that emotion, no matter where I'm at, it's practicing being open with myself to feel it and to release it because when i when i feel it then i can understand it then i can understand where it's coming from because if i if i do what what i've done for a long time for most of my adult life what i've been taught to do is just kind of like you know you know push it back push it down i can't deal with that right now you know when i do that i i don't know even know why like where it was coming from i i like it's just kind of like a, a blind attack i didn't even do any recon i didn't see where where the shot was fired from you know so that means that the shot's gonna come. It's gonna be fired again, because I didn't take care of of, of the, the the you know the enemy, or that thought, or where it was coming from, right? So being practicing and choosing to go through the uncomfortable feeling of feeling sad, like really, like I was, I just I saw I saw a video, and like it just like it hit me, like it this feeling of sadness, this feeling of of sorrow and loss, and and um, like heartbreak just hit me. So I cried about it and, you know, it wasn't like sobbing, you know, like painful crying. It was just like, I just let it out. It was just almost, it was almost like it was just like, just got to the top and just let it out. Um, but while I'm letting it out, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding why I'm, why I'm crying, why I'm feeling this, why I'm, I'm going through this experience. And I'm, I'm seeing in, in my mind, it like works in kind of a pictures and I'm seeing the pictures in my mind and kind of like the, the videos that are going through my mind of why I'm sad and, and what's, what's where the attachments are so that I can just kind of like, Oh, okay, there you are. Well, you know, I really appreciate this. I'm going to take this, this little, this little sad like attachment there. And I'm going to add love in there. So it's still, it's still like, it's not that it, not that it becomes now not sad or not like, uh, but it becomes not a bad, uh, it's not a bad, like, man, that, man, I miss that. Or I, I, I miss this. It, it becomes like a, a loving, I miss that. Like it doesn't be, it's not, becomes like not a, not a painful, I miss that, but like, I love that. And, and, and it becomes a gateway for me to share love with that energy and that energy share love with me. Does that make sense? And this and is, a, I, this is all an internal. Entire conversation. I was, I, cause 
I've been doing this thing called RTT, yeah. like transformational therapy. And in they kind of guide you through this being in a, like a hypnotic state where you, you or a suggestible state where you feel that you're convinced that you're going back to one of those memories that caused a certain feeling or oh. that you, cer- Hi, you felt a certain feeling. Sorry, we got a comment. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Cambry. And, uh, and in this moment, I like remember being in a situation that I felt like colored my entire world where like I felt like I wasn't allowed mm. to connect with people unless like I was too weird to be able to deserve love from a lot of people like that was like the feeling the thought and so I remember doing this and going back to that memory of that like younger version of me when I was like eight like almost like I was like the older version of me and I like like sat down and was like a father and I was like hey like I love you oh man and I loved you back then and this right now like disconnecting myself from that that feeling because like that that younger version of myself didn't feel that yeah i couldn't feel that i didn't have that understanding so i think that that's incredibly important absolutely oh my gosh that's so so deep <clears throat> that, that always every, every time we talk about this it, it just it fills me with so much love because one of those moments happened close to where i live and so every time i pass that i have this like this urge this desire to like do that meditation right then and there where it happened. Mm, yeah. 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 I've actually, uh, been, I've been doing that. It's funny that you said that, you know, doing a meditation at the place that it happened, you know, like that's, it's kind of like a, a really grounding yourself into the memory, you know, because now you have the external factors that are the same. So, um, but I've, yeah, I've been less work actually like, yeah, in the moment. it really thing. is. It really is less work. Um, I, I've been doing that in, in several locations around, you know, this, this area. Um, and, and really just like, like feeling it, feeling it out, you know, like going in park, like I'll sit in like, I'll like park and, you know, really feel and laugh and cry and, and, you know, think and, um, I'll sh- shoot a video of a thought because at that, that memory of that place was a very like, you know, um, it's a conversation that was, it was really, uh, like a beautiful, beautifully in- intellectual conversation, you know? So just kind of, kind of almost reliving it, but attaching a, a, a love to it, you know, attaching a gratitude. There it is. That's the word attaching gratitude to the experience, to the memory that's that's what is the biggest uh switch for me personally is is like really purposely being grateful for every occurrence for every memory um and and that's that's kind of how that the love like attaching love rather than attaching the pain attaching the hurt and all that good stuff that's that's really how it sticks is being grateful I think like I really want to like talking to anyone who's listening to this in regards to playing with this for yourself. But this 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 is like this is difficult. It's very difficult to do alone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why like I would look into either somebody who's willing to do this with you or be there while you do it. And when I mean it, I mean exploring some of the past memories you've had. But the more intense they are, the more difficult they are. And that's why I really like Greg and I like had been talking about the concept of support. I really would look 
at some of the people you trust in your life to do this amongst or with. Absolutely. And, and, and we're here, you know, like that's what we do. So, so if this feels like something that, you know, you have a, you have a calling to, or you feel like, ah, I, I really need some of that, then, you know, let's go, uh, comment on, on here and we'll, we'll get a hold of you. Um, you know, message one of us uh, personally, you know, like that's what we do is we are absolutely unapologetically here to unconditionally love. That's a mouthful, but that's what we do. So uh, help you unconditionally love yourself. <laughs> I knew you're expecting me to say something in that moment. You know, I've been, I've been playing with this, the, like the, the same, again, things that I've learned from you. Um, so like purposely making awkward silences, um, and so I've been doing that in conversations, live conversations on purpose, saying something completely off, off, like way out left field. And then just putting just like a stoic face, you know, like nothing ever happened and waiting for someone to say something. It's, it's the, it's the funniest thing. I, I love it. And then literally immediately talking about how everybody like what what the what the awkwardness feels like like right now you know before before it's it's able to be oh okay whatever somebody talk okay but like addressing it you know like that's that's fun i like doing that (laughs) so anyways uh like we were saying oh hey amber what's up what's up you you got in got in right at like three minutes three minutes before before we're about to about to head off but uh I'd, i'd like to close this off with <clears throat> for anybody that's listening, um, anybody that's going to listen, understand that um, everything that we that we we're talking about here is is from our our personal experiences and the experiences of of um, helping others through their own journey um, as life coaches. Um, you know, so anything that we say that that resonates with you, take it, run with it. You know, anything that that you know we say that you don't like, no worries. You know. Uh, it's okay, and we're gonna love you, no matter what. And I can stand on that. Go ahead. I want to like go further with that. When we say like take it and run with it, we literally mean like don't don't take it to heart simply because we said it and you resonated with like. See what about it in your own life from your own understanding you resonated because we are couches more than we're coaches. <laughs> we don't tell you what's right or wrong. We never want to say that we're above you or know what's right. We literally just are sharing our own experiences and for you to think about your own. Not as right or wrong, but simply as like, here's what we think. How do you feel about your own life? Absolutely. And unconditionally loving all the way. Um, And, you know, I I can't stress stress it enough, but there's literally not a damn thing that you or anyone can do to to make me not love you um that's my choice and and that's what i'm here for that's what hunter is here for uh that is our our choice in life and goodness gracious it's beautiful and i tell you what so uh hit us up feel free to get to know us hell if you're local hang out you know i don't i don't know about i don't know about in new york but uh if you're listening in new york like you know hit up hit up hunter (laughs) we'll hang out we'll we'll make some of it but um there was one thing that I want. Oh, yes, well, that's the last thing I want to say. Um, everybody, mementos more amor fati. I remember 
I die for this I love, which is a rough translation. It's basically what I what I extrapolated of it. But that is that is something that I've I've been repeating. I know I'm gonna die. So while I'm here, I'm gonna choose to love. Just reminded myself of that. Boom. <laughs> that was a mini mic drop. Boom. That was another one. Challenging you in your From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County. Joko Community Radio.